On the show today, we'll talk mean race fans at a racetrack called Friendship. Billy Moyer not driving for Scott Bloomquist and the start of the Jackson at Nationals. Let's go. It's Thursday, August 18th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. If you missed it last week, I dropped our first ever Dirt Tracker t-shirts, and you can get one right now at shop.dirttracker.com. The 30 bucks that includes free shipping. The decals are also available over there now as well. We've got the Don't Tell Me There's No Passing in Sprint Car Racing shirts, along with the Dirt Late Model Championships Matter shirts. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see those on the screen right now. Um, I've got sizes from adult small to 4X on sale. If you buy today, I will ship today. You can get those at shop.dirttracker.com. Uh, we'll start today with a couple of interesting social media posts that have been floating around the past 24 hours or so. The Lucas Oil Metal Dirt Series is headed to Batesville Motor Speedway this weekend for the Topless 100, and the Hall of Famer Billy Moyer is expected to be in attendance. But a Facebook post about Mr. Smooth has drawn quite the reaction. In the photo posted by Ernie Leftwich, who works for the MLRA, Moyer is seen sitting in the seat of a black late model with, of course, the top missing. Uh, but on the door panel is a giant Scott Bloomquist sticker. It's definitely caused some stir and left people wondering if Moyer is indeed racing for Bloomer this weekend. But if you dig into the comments, people have pointed out that the car is a Longhorn chassis and Moyer is actually racing for Tim Lance this weekend. Supposedly, the Bloomquist sticker was on the Lance's trailer and they slapped it on the car as a joke. Uh, a nice reminder that you can't believe everything you see on Facebook and on the internet. Love them stirring the pot, though, and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, Billy Moyer at the Topless 100 this weekend. Also, Friendship Motor Speedway, located in Elkin, North Carolina, has announced they are canceling the remainder of their 2022 season, but not for reasons you might expect. I dug into this one thinking tire shortages or lack of interest in fans uh, and drivers. Maybe the family is retiring or something similar. Uh, I was not expecting them to say it was because of the disrespect and verbal uh, abuse from drivers, crew members, and fans. The track posted a lengthy statement where they detailed all of their grievances, including fans and competitors not abiding by safety policies, people complaining about weather-related cancellations, folks not signing in at the pit gate, fans trying to sidestep tickets and pricing, issues with IRS forms, problems with concessions and bathrooms, and a whole lot more. It's quite the read if you want to go find it over on the track's Facebook page. I would have shared it on the screen, but again, very lengthy. The statement says the track will be available for private test sessions and that the operators are exploring potential uses for the property going forward. It's only a shame to lose a racetrack like this, and you'd hope that maybe they could turn things around and reopen to weekly racing in the future. This one was a reminder that you just uh, that when you think you've seen everything, along comes a pretty crazy surprise. And I had somebody mention here recently, also in the uh, YouTube comments, about there kind of being lots of fights and non-track issues and things like that happening uh, around the world of dirt. Obviously, that's something that happens uh, in short track racing around the country all the time. You've seen crazy videos of you know driver fights, people jumping through windshields, and all kinds of crazy stuff. But it, I do feel like there's been a little bit more of that lately. And, Let's try to remember that when we do go to the dirt track, that it's supposed to be because we want to have fun. And I, un I understand some people are racing professionally uh, at certain levels, but again, like this is something we're doing for fun. Maybe we should let some stuff go. Uh, maybe not get pissed and want to try to fight everyone if they, you know, they make a bad move on the racetrack. You know, we can have civil conversations without uh, trying to fight everyone all the damn time. 
Uh, night three of Summerfest for the Super Dirt Car Series was rained out last night at Fulton Speedway. It looked like they had a monsoon roll through from the pictures posted on social media. So with last night canceled, they will close out the week with a stop at Land of, uh, Land of Legends Raceway tonight for $7,500 to win. So far this week, Jimmy Phelps and Matt Shepard have picked up victories. Shepard continues to lead the series point standings over Matt Williamson, Anthony Perego, Phelps, and Max McLaughlin. Following tonight, the big blocks go to Ransomville on August 24th. Then they race four times in September between Lebanon Valley, Weedsport, and Albany, Saratoga. And then the 50th edition of Super Dirt Week takes place October 5th through the 9th. Uh, you can watch these races all season long live over on Dervision. You can check out SuperDirtCarSeries.com for more information about the Big Block Modifieds. We've talked a bunch of sprint car stuff this week between the Knoxville Nationals, the debut of the High Limit Series, uh, and things stay busy tonight with the opening of the Jackson Nationals at the Jackson Motorplex in Minnesota for the World of Outlaws. This is a new date for the event following Knoxville. Instead of the usual three days in June, it's been for quite a while. And the other big change for the weekend is the winner's share of the purse money comes Saturday night. We've talked a lot in recent seasons about pay bumps and purse bumps all around the country. Uh, but for this event, things have gone the other way. Last season, when Logan Schuhart took down the Jackson Nationals main event, he went home with $50,000. But this year, the winner will get $25,000. Certainly not a bad payday, uh, but definitely a step back from the past several years. The last time this race paid $25,000 to win was in 2017. And I've already seen the purse as a talking point for the weekend, and questions seem to be floating around also about the possible car count. Since 2017, and I'm saying since 2017 because that's the races that I have in the dirttracker.com analytics database, uh, we've been anywhere from the mid-30s to low-40s for the three days, and it sounds like some think it could be less than that. Knoxville and Houston are not racing this weekend, so you'd assume a lot of the Midwest cars will be there to go along with the outlaw full-timers. And I know a bunch of teams that were in the area th uh, this week have moved on. You talk about the All-Star guys who are headed to the Northeast for their own busy three-race weekend, uh, weekend that starts tomorrow at Outlaw Speedway. I guess, though, we'll still be into the 30s for car count. It looks like both Rico Abreu and Brian Brown are coming. This race is on Geo Selzy's schedule with KCP, and it appears as though Tanner Carrick is sticking around the Midwest for another weekend as well. So I think the car counts will still be pretty solid. I think there's still going to be a really nice quality field there. So don't let that stuff kind of get in the way of this. Uh, if you're looking for some possible win picks, uh, Logan Schuhart has won this event two years in a row. Names like Kerry Madsen, Brad Sweet, Carson Macedo, and Donnie Schatz have been to Jackson's uh, victory lane as well. Since 2017, Brad Sweet has by far the best average finish at Jackson. He's sitting right at third over 15 feature starts. The next closest is David Gravel. He's a ways back, though, at 6.13. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula favors the big cat over Gravel tonight. I'm going to pick Macedo, though. He had three top five runs there a year ago, and that win uh, from back in 2019. I think that team also needs a victory to climb back into this championship fight. Remember, the points didn't change at Knoxville. Only show-up points are paid for that week. So coming into Jackson this weekend, Brad still leads David by 68. Macedo's 114 out. Sheldon's 150 back. And Schatz is 184 behind. Logan Schuhar, James McFadden, Spencer Baston, Jacob Allen, and Brock Zierfoss complete the top 10. 25 race nights remain on the 2022 schedule for the Outlaw. So if you're going to make a move in the standings, you better start now. If you're not headed to Jackson tonight, you can watch all of the action live over on Dervision. Speaking of that streaming schedule, there are 11 shows on it today. Dervision has night one of the Jackson Nationals. Like I just said, they've also got the Super Dirt Car Series from Land of Legends. Flow Racing has Mars Late Models uh, and IMCA Action from 141 Speedway. They also have Flow Racing 24-7. 
There's also local and regional racing over on Speedsport. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.